0: Hello, everyone. You're listening to the DSG Connect podcast. As one of the world's leading dental laboratory networks, we value connection. And in alignment with that value, the DSG Connect podcast is here to serve you. Our goal is to elevate voices in dentistry, you know the ones, world changers, innovators, disruptors, true leaders, the people making a difference and bringing world-class solutions to our industry and communities our guests will educate, inspire, and share what is working, how to pivot when things go sideways, and everything in between. Wherever you find yourself listening, thank you. Thank you for listening to DSG Connect. We have Dr. Christina Blocker with us, queen of Invisalign. She graduated from Indiana University in Bloomington with a Bachelor of Arts degree in chemistry. She then attended Midwestern University in Glendale, Arizona to earn her Doctor of Dental Medicine degree. Following all of her academic achievements, she went on to receive extensive training in many dental topics, advanced Invisalign training, Botox and dermal fillers for facial pain and dental implants placement. She's a laser certified and considered one of the top Invisalign preferred providers. While her dental knowledge is extensive, Dr. Blocker always stays up to date with the latest advancements in techniques, materials and technologies within our field. Let's listen in as Louis Zara gives her a warm welcome.
1: Well thank you so much, Heidi and Dr. Blocker, boy, what a pleasure to have you here. And and uh, I got to know you over the COVID period and and have always been impressed and, and really what's been part of that inspiration is that your ability to incorporate scanning technology throughout your entire practice, you've literally adopted it through the full range of your practice Now, what were the key ingredients on helping you and your team make that the standard of care?
2: So the biggest thing is all about the excitement and the vision. A lot of doctors get an iTero and they say, Hey, I want to do scanning, but they're worried about their team and they're worried about getting pushback. And so I always made it about the excitement. I really got my staff on board with my vision before we even had a scanner in the office. And I said, this is going to change our lives. And so then when we got it, we really got excited about integrating it. And it does, it takes a little bit of time to get a good workflow, but then we found a really good way that worked for us. And we incorporated it in scanning all of our patients. And what we were finding is we were using it as an education tool, as, as something that would benefit the patients. And so we were able to show them what's going on in their mouths. And we were getting Invisalign treatment. We were getting restorative treatment. We were even getting new patient referrals because people wanted to see what was going on in their mouths. And so being just excited about it, getting the staff members excited about it. And then ultimately that translates to the patients as well. It just creates that experience like we were talking about that, that produces all sorts of treatment across the board.
1: That's exciting. Part of that is, uh, as you said, the vision, setting that up and the team being excited about it Mm -hmm. before the journey started. Any guidance on what those meetings, those correspondence, that communication, was it, uh, what type of format did you do? Informal, formal, uh, how involved? It sounds like your practice was really involved before the scanner ever showed up.
2: Yeah. So I I had the vision and I honestly, I sat my team down, we have staff meetings, once a month and I just shared my vision with them. And I said, This is going to create an experience that patients are going to enjoy. This is going to create an easier hygiene appointment for you because now you can show them everything that's happening on their iTero. You can educate them. This is going to develop stronger relationships. They're going to learn to trust us more. And so we just, we saw the positive sides of it. Everybody always goes to the negative sides. Everybody's like, well, they're not going to do this. They're going to say that they don't have time. They're going to say they already have all this other stuff to do, but we really try to focus on the positive aspects of it. And so my staff, yeah really got on board. And so they were excited. And I do teach this to other offices. I say, if you have somebody that's just not on board with your vision, that's anti, they're going to bring the entire team down. And so if you have that person, you need to decide if that person's worth keeping because you're not going to be able to be successful if you don't have a team to support you. It takes the entire team being on board to become successful with this.
1: Well, that's really exciting. And and uh, Heidi, uh, I think this sets up for a great follow-up podcast. I'll turn it over to you, Heidi. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you, Lou. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Blocker. Can you start off by sharing a little bit of your journey of how you implemented iOS technology
2: into your practice? Sure. Well, I I have been practicing dentistry for about six years. And um, my first three years, I was an associate in a practice up in Connecticut, actually. And then um, I my husband and I moved to Dallas, where we've currently been a little over three years. And so I've gotten two different experiences in the in the, in the practice world. I've always been working with digital technology and scanners, but in my practice in in Dallas, I decided to implement scanning with an iTero and it completely changed my life. It changed the practice. It changed how we did dentistry on a day-to-day basis in regards to obviously restorative, we're scanning everything restorative, but we even use our scanner in hygiene as an education tool. And we use it to, to educate all of our patients what's going on in their mouth. And we use it to look at fracture lines and we use it to look at their bite and how their occlusion looks. And we even talk about a misline with that. And we do a lot of a misline in my practice for, you know, the clinical reasons that things that we may not have been able to see if we just looked in the mouth. So we use it in all different aspects. That's great.
0: How have you seen it change your patient case acceptance and how they view dentistry?
2: Yeah, it transformed my practice. So it was, it was 2019 that I kind of made the change and I, had always been doing digital dentistry. I'd always been doing Invisalign, but i that was the year that I decided to implement scanning and hygiene. And when I did that, it became part of our exam. It's, it's complimentary. It doesn't take very long. It doesn't add any time to our appointments. And when we did that, we started seeing not only Invisalign, but more restorative treatment coming out of every hygiene appointment because patients started valuing what they were seeing in their mouths and they understood it better than us just trying to show them on an intraoral photo or just trying to explain it and so our case acceptance went through the roof in regards to invisalign specifically i i used to do like four or five invisalign cases every 6 months and it was nothing crazy but the year that i implemented scanning in hygiene i was able to go from five invisalign cases the first half of the year to 65 cases the second half of the year and all i did was start scanning In our hygiene exams. That is awesome, Dr. Blocker. So how has
0: using that technology enhanced your patient experience? I'm sure the patients are like completely
2: wowed by it. Honestly, when I, I actually teach a lot of other doctors all over the country and the word experience is what I use the most. I talk about how can we create this positive experience in our practice. So Obviously iTero does that by showing patients what's happening in their mouth. And they're always amazed at the technology and what they can see. But when I teach other doctors, I even talk about, it doesn't have to be anything crazy to make a positive experience. We have really fun, polished flavors like birthday cake and cookie dough. And it just makes that experience that people remember and they refer all their family and friends to us. And so, yes, anytime a patient can look at their mouth, look at their smile, especially utilizing iTero, they, they, they get that added experience that then they can actually remember it. We always share their scans with them. We let them take pictures or videos, have them posted on social media. And it almost, it'll, it turns into almost a marketing technique because patients love it that much more. So
0: fun. So you just touched on it on teaching other doctors how to implement technologies. And I know it's your passion because we've talked about this before and creating positive energy in a Mm -hmm. practice. How
2: did you start coaching and speaking? So what's really funny is I never grew up saying like, I think I'll be a speaker one day. Like that was never my goal. I wanted, I was a general dentist. I enjoyed general dentistry, but then what happened is I became really successful after I started scanning in hygiene and I started doing a lot more restorative work, a lot more Invisalign. And so I actually was approached by people and they were like, Hey, can you just share your story? Can you share what happened to you? And I I tell this all the time. I tell doctors like I'm nothing special. I'm a normal general dentist doing normal general dentist things. And just by me being able to share my story, share my tips and tricks, share all the secrets, I share everything. And then seeing other doctors that started implementing the same things and now seeing them become successful. That's truly my newfound passion. That's what fulfills me to be able to help other doctors and be able to see them succeed and celebrate with them. And so it kind of just took off. I started speaking more and more and helping mentoring other doctors. And now it's completely what I love. I absolutely enjoy doing it. I do it almost every single day and I couldn't be happier. Definitely a fun way to lift
0: others up and contribute to the industry. And you have such a personality that's just electric. And so why wouldn't doctors want you coaching them?
2: Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) so, So much
0: fun. So you have a saying that I love that is sell the problem you solve, not the product. Tell us a little bit more about that.
2: Yeah. So that's, that's a quote that I found probably on Instagram. And when I found it, it just like, it it spoke to me. And so I teach that whenever we're talking about anything in dentistry, whether it's Invisalign, restorative, a huge cosmetic case, we do not sell. And I really don't like the word sell, but we do not sell Invisalign. We do not sell veneers. We more so talk about the problem that it's going to solve, improved confidence, a better bite, better oral health, just an overall smile transformation. When you start talking about the problem that you solve, people become more emotionally connected to you. You're not just selling a product. And so in turn, it actually helps you plan bigger treatment plans and patients will accept them because they will feel connected to you from that emotional side. And that's, that's what I teach every doctor in, in regards to anything that you do in dentistry.
0: You are known as the queen of Invisalign. Tell us how you got that name.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Funny because I created this back when I first, you know, started teaching and speaking other doctors and my, it's so funny because I, I got this name from the show Game of Thrones. And I don't know if you've seen Game of Thrones, but I um, people used to come up to me and was like, oh my gosh, you look like the character from Game of Thrones. You look like the queen. And so I just one day was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go for it. I'm just gonna create this page called Queen of Invisalign. And I was like, I don't want people to think that, like, I think I'm the best doctor out there because there's so many amazing other doctors, but I just kind of ran with it. And I used it really to help others and to help empower people and to spread all the love that I can and all the tips and tricks. And then it just started building into a brand for me. And it was kind of funny because we just, we just had fun with it at the beginning. And I've done like photo shoots. I've dressed up as her before in costume, but now it's my brand. And people do see me as the queen of a misline because I try to help as much as I can by posting everything that I possibly have learned. And it's just, it's been amazing at how much it's grown from there.
0: Branding, branding yourself, do you feel like that's helped elevate your practice and be seen in a different light?
2: Definitely. I, I always, I'm a big believer in branding and you've got to have a brand and you have to stick to your brand. So like, let me give you an example. If, if I'm the queen of a and I'm posting on a if I randomly make a post about dentures, people are going to be like, that's not her. Like that's weird. And so when you have a brand, when you create a brand, you need to always be tailoring everything you do to that brand. And so like when I talk to doctors about marketing, especially if you're doing social media marketing, I always find have your brand and know your target audience too, because if your target audience is 20 to 30 year old females and you post something on dentures, they're not going to relate to you. They're not going to connect to you. And so branding and your target audience are two things that I focus on a lot.
0: Absolutely. What are some of the business
2: strategies that you've developed and help other doctors develop along the way? So there are so many different things that you can do and something that, you know, might work for me may not work for a different practice. And so it's got it's got to be something that works for you and I've tried just about everything. I've tried everything from marketing to all sorts of patient experiences, but I tell doctors specifically when building a practice Focus on the connection, number one. If you cannot connect with your patients, you're never going to be able to do treatment plans. And so the connection is the most important thing. You've got to spend time to connect with your patients, build those relationships, build the trust, and then you can do whatever you want in dentistry. And so connection is number one. Creating the positive experience is number two. And then obviously we're talking about digital technology, but having the new technologies in your office to make that wow experience and a better, just obviously better dentistry in general, especially if you're doing restorative work um, with digital technology. Absolutely. I love that connection piece, especially
0: being that we're called DSG Connect and we definitely believe in connection. It's so important. It's so important. One of the things that I have seen on your website is a membership plan. Yes. So
2: that's a game changer for our practice. Now, so many people out there especially nowadays after COVID, they've got medical insurance through their companies, but a lot of people don't select to have dental insurance. And so a lot of people do not have dental insurance. And I never want that to be a reason that patients can't get routine care. Everybody needs routine care. And so we decided to create, it's kind of like our in-office insurance plan. And so people who don't have dental insurance, they can join our in-office insurance plan. It's a, year, a yearly plan and they can even break it up and do monthly payments and it's automatically renewed and all that fun stuff, but it lets them get their routine dental care for free or for, you know, whatever their insurance is covering it at. And so it includes two cleanings, two exams, your set of x-rays, your, all of your, obviously your scans. And then if they need treatment, they actually get a discount. They get a 20% discount on any treatment that they need in the office. And so we've actually found that in some cases it's cheaper than some people's dental insurance. And so patients love having that option and they use it a lot. I love
0: that. It's almost taking advantage of the Netflix effect or the membership era that we're in. I mean, who doesn't have their Apple account and their Amazon account and all these things. So to, to put that into a dental
2: practice, well Mm -hmm. done. Honestly, even just when I do treatment planning, a lot of patients, when you show them a treatment plan amount, they don't want to know, well, they want to know the whole amount, but they don't care about the whole amount. They care. Can I break this up into monthly payments? And that when we talk about big treatment plans, that is the secret is you've got to be able to work with your patients. And if you can break payments up, or if you can have 30 third-party financing and let it be more feasible for the patient, that's how you're going to get more treatment plans as well.
0: So you touched on a bit about developing a strong online presence and growing relationships and, and leveraging social media. Can we just chat a little bit more about that? Do you have a a specific strategy when you're
2: thinking about your Instagram or your Facebook? The the number one thing I say with social media is be as organic and as authentic as you can be. So many people think that they have to go on social media and show like a persona, but it's not the real them. And especially when I talk about practices. So I, my practice has its own social media page and I want, when somebody comes to our page, I want them to be able to see everything they could possibly want to know about us. So obviously our bio has all of our information in there. You can figure out how to contact us. You can see where we are located, but then all of our posts and our pictures are gonna be representative of us. You're gonna be able to see who I am, who my staff are, how we like to have fun, what we care about the most. I I can't tell you how many pages I've gone to and I can't even find a picture of the dentist. It's just stock photos that people pull off of online and people don't connect with that. And so obviously I use social media to connect. That's one of the main reasons. And when people feel like they can connect with you, they will trust you and they will come see you a lot easier than if you just have a random stock photo on your on your Instagram page because people do not connect with that. So I always try to say, make it as organic, as authentic as you can use only original content, um, and just have fun with it because people want to see that you're a real person. Obviously you're a dentist. People know that, but people want to see that you are a real human being with real emotions too. And so that's what I make it all about. So if a doctor is listening in
0: and they're thinking, gosh, I want to do that, but I have no time for that. Is that something that you do?
2: Or is that something that you've hired someone to do? At the beginning, I was doing it all on my own. And as you can imagine, the time gets very tricky. And so what I started doing is I involved my team because my team, I want them to have ownership of the practice. I want them to feel like this is their practice too. And so my team members are the ones that come up with content and do the posting I have a main team member that like a my one of my front desk girl she does pretty much all the posting but everybody comes up with content. In our morning huddles, we have a minute where we say, okay, guys, what are we gonna post on social media today? And so it doesn't have to be just one person coming up with everything. I personally, I try to do like planning in in the future. Like I've tried to do calendars and things like that, but I, I have to be honest, we never kept up with it. And so now we just come up with it in our morning huddles every day. We have different ideas and that's what we post for the day. So I did not hire a company or anything because again, I want it to be representative of us. I want people to be able to see who we are and what we're about. And sometimes companies, they don't always get the real you. They will post, you know, sometimes stock photos and things that people won't connect with. And so I have no problem. My front desk has no problem sitting on the clock and being on social media and posting about it. And she's really good at it.
0: I'm sure that's really fun for your team.
2: All sorts of fun videos. And we, we, I'm sure you can find some on our page.
0: we will put that in the show notes as well. So people can kind of get a look into what you're doing in the practice and how it's working so, so well. And the fact that you're just so intentional about it and you're thinking about it, it's top of mind every day. It definitely brings a lot to the practice. Have you found that it gives you a lot of um, referrals?
2: Yes, most definitely. Especially the younger generation, they don't go to websites anymore. I have a a friend that she tells me when she's looking for a new restaurant, she goes to Instagram and that's where she finds her information. And so that's especially where the future is going. People, we still have to have websites, but people are not going to websites as much as they used to. They're going to social media pages because they know that that's going to be most current, most up to date. And they're going to be able to see a snapshot really quick about what you are like and maybe even some of the procedures that you perform so um, I definitely I definitely say that younger generation is using social media now more than ever
0: what is one piece of advice that you could leave our listeners with today so I love the quote that says
2: never let fear decide your future a lot of doctors out there are just scared they're just like I don't know I don't know where to start I don't know what to do I'm worried about making a mistake I don't want to look silly I don't want to you know I don't want to mess it up but if you are fearful, it's okay. Everybody is scared out there. You just have to get outside of your comfort zone, push yourself to do new things, and you're going to be shocked at how successful you will become. When I first created my Instagram page, I was nervous. I was like, "Oh my gosh, people are going to think like <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing." Or like when the first time I started speaking, I was like, "Who's going to come listen to me?" Like I don't I'm just telling my story, but it's scary, but you just have to get outside of your comfort zone, and I promise you the risk will be worth the reward. So everybody has the potential to do this. And I always tell doctors, I'm so excited to be able to see what the future holds for you. What final thoughts do you have? I would say just always, always spread love, always spread positivity, positive energy goes much farther than anything else and work on empowering each other and building each other up as dentists. Dentistry can get lonely sometimes and it can get stressful and just always focus on focus on things that you're grateful for, focus on having that positivity, spreading that positive energy, and you will, you will live a happy life.
0: Where can our listeners connect with you?
2: You can find me on Instagram at queen of a That's the fastest way to get in touch with me. I respond to every message I get. Um, you can also contact me on my email. You can find me at dr. Christina blocker at gmail.com. And I love connecting with other doctors. I talk to doctors every single day.
0: Thank you for listening. We invite you to subscribe to DSG Connect on iTunes or Spotify. Take a minute to refer a friend or colleague and help us spotlight this podcast by leaving us a review. In between episodes, stay connected with us. Have a topic in mind? Send your suggestions to podcast at dentalservices.net. Also, did you know we have webinars? Check them out at dentalservices.net slash edu. We believe we're stronger together. Until next time, enjoy your day.